What's up, guys? Welcome to uh, our Christmas episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast, episode 114, Full House. All the boys are here. Nick, how you doing, bud? What's up, guys? Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, okay. Merry Christmas. Eli, what's going on, my man? Yep, that was Nick, Merry for Chrysler. sure. Merry Chrysler. That's Nick. Merry Christmas, Jared. How's it going, Merry buddy? Christmas, guys. Um, it's been a while been, since we've been together. How about it? It's Big good to Merry see you guys. Christmas. Love you guys. Feel grateful to have such great friends. Um, and I, I'm also grateful to not really work hard during the holidays. Oh, no work's being done right now. We played games all afternoon. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, Wednesday. Wait, what kind of games? Well, there was this one game that was pretty sus. Um, they played Dominic the Donkey. Ringing the ding. It's Dominic the Donkey. And your objective was to suck M&Ms through a straw and put them into a solo cup. What? You, you won? No, I got. I had the least score. Good for you. Yeah. Hiding in plain sight, I like I it. I did not try hard. Yeah, I bet. Dude. Were there prizes being given away? Yeah. That's pretty Super cool. Super sus game. There, we also <laughs> we also did this one, though, where they put, uh, like, the the blindfold on you, and you got to, like, scoop ribbons with a spatula into a bowl. I won that ribbons one. Ribbons? Yeah. spatula? I've never heard of that. Weird. Me either. <laughs> but I was down. You know, but like the, it's your typical, like, corporate office type. You know, sucking games. game got leftover resources in Q4. How can we make a game out of this? <laughs> One person was like, "Well, we didn't have a licking game. Like that's not fair." What? Yeah, I mean, dude, the holidays bring some weird out of the corporate. Yeah, people, great time for though. sure. They let great loose, time. like yeah, the older people a little too loose. much, dude. Yeah. You can tell, like they're not working hard. They're seeing, you know, their grandkids are coming soon, and they're the ones that always get way too wild at like holiday events, and it's in the air for them. I love that everyone let loose, like that we have a super chill office. Um, yeah, we're we're cool. in insurance, so like one one is a huge date. Like people are actually really trying to achieve shit, and it's like they break up their time of like max achievement, and then it's just like full degeneracy back to max achievement. One one is <laughs> it's a wild worst. spread, dude. It's there's like no other job yeah. that has that like right in the middle of the holiday as the second it ends. Most and people you used have to be an underwriter, day. right? You used to be an underwriter? Yeah. So you probably wanted to hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted? Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it was not great because you do have that, like, looming just, if you don't have everything lined up for 1-1, it's like, dude, the way they look at you, too, like you're starting a new year like this, bud, like you're already imploding. Like, we're ready to fire yeah. Like, you were ready to go. I'm now questioning if people were drinking in the office to, to play, you know, such a sucking type game with all that stress going on. It's possible. Dude, I, I was gassed. I got to be honest with you guys. I was gassed. I think I got 19 M&Ms. And, I mean, I'm pretty tall. The table's, like, maybe three foot high. But I was thinking if I stand up and, like, bend over, it might not hurt this bad. You got to get a power stance for the sucking. Out of breath. Yeah, for like five minutes. But you got nineteen M and M's. Yeah, that's, so, actually, that's actually impressive. There was a dude who won. He had like fifty. Oh, oh my god! And I think the best girl had forty-two. That's wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, those games can get pretty funny. I remember one year in the office, we played um, a game where they got um, tissue boxes with no tissues in them, um, and then put like jingle bells in the box. Then you had to strap the box to yourself where the box was like on your butt 
And then you had to essentially twerk to get the jingle bells out. And whoever got the most jingle bells out in like the set amount of time won. That was you funny. A, you have That's a nice a round ass. Did you win, Frank? I did not participate <laughs> in that one. I did not. Um, no, I didn't play that one. Um, dude, you see, you see him out there confirmed. on the links with his tight gray pants, dude. Frank, when he Frank bends over a that bad ball. golf shot look good, all right? Yeah. That's what all our listeners need to He's got the cake, dude. It's got, it's got, Go he's got that football player ass. Sorry, yeah, I can, uh, We're I not can, trying to sell your husband, but <laughs> we are. I can really get into that power stance for sure. What was your ranking? And, How'd you fare? Or and, did you not do it? No, no, I didn't play. I didn't play. Yeah, they didn't uh, think it was fair. No. But it was pretty cool, though, because then someone also brought in their Switch, and we played Switch on one of like, the common rooms. had to be Mario Kart. Yeah, it was fun. Mario, Mario Party, Party, sweet. Mario Party. We, we play Mario Party all the time. You don't want to play that game. So yeah, this week work that definitely does not get done. Even next week too, man. It's like two weeks of just you, nothing. Everything's out of office. Everybody yeah. you need. We, we, corporate is bureaucracy. Everything is like 10 steps. You can never just go do something that has to be done. One of those steps is out and for two weeks. Period. The end. It's just that simple. Just take good notes because like nothing gets done. And you don't even get in trouble, though, which what, that's kind of what makes it beautiful. It's like you're kind of like, oh, someone likes the beer. That's my indigestion. Sorry. <laughs> you're like not even held like accountable because like you literally just can't. There's not enough people even there to get yeah, the job you, done. Even like your bosses are like, ah, it's the holidays. I yeah, no one's working. Yeah. 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 We'll people give you 30 minutes lines. to be okay. Yeah, give, us, give us five days. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Yeah, I was uh, nothing going on. Uh, nice. Nick, good for you. I have, a sh- you- I have an oh I have- on Christmas Eve. I have an appointment on Christmas Eve. Oh, dude. that sucks. Misery. Better be with seven that, fishers. Th- this man, I was I was scheduling the appointment. He's like, yeah, I could do Sunday. I'm like, Christmas Eve. He's like, yeah. I was like, uh, oh, okay. Uh, family. Th- thanks. I was like, I'm more of a thanks, Tuesday bro. guy personally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you uh, watch football. Finn to, fin to be uh, fifty on Tuesday. Damn, you're gonna be tee fifty on Tuesday, bro. It's awesome. You guys want to tee it up? Like, yeah. If the weather is nice, go yeah, I'll go. But I mean, I think if we have uh, the beer we got on tap right now, we would be smooth sailing by hole Ooh. three. It what? is right next to some of the courses. That is fire. We do have winter chill factor uh, in the house tonight. Eli brought it from New Trail Brewing. Um, it just says, uh, what am I looking at? 7%. Winter chill factor, cold IPA. I like the cold factor. That's pretty cool. Definitely a, a winter beer, man. This fits in right with this week. Um, Bruton Williamsport, I feel like, uh, I know Eli was talking about it, um, before drinking a lot more new trail, right, Eli? Yeah, they have I don't lean. You know how like Dave Portnoy leans to like a certain type of pizza. Like he'll like all the pizzas, but he definitely has like favorites and not. He needs the undercarriage. It's all about the undercarriage. It's gotta, yeah. yeah, it's got to be stiff. That's his thing, right? So I'm not just like a big. I'm not a big IPA fan. It's not when I get an IPA pack 
for a present, it typically feels like a hangover in a box for me. Multiple, even. It just, I don't know what it is. Family Guy episode, searing IPA headaches. <laughs> Sun headaches. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to walk 9,000 feet to this music festival <laughs> with a searing IPA headache. It's, that's how I feel every single time. But every IPA that I've had there, I swear to God, I can drink a six-pack of them, which is nauseating to even yeah, think about. Dude, for 7%, this thing is smooth as butter. Yeah, I mean, it is crisp. It is smooth. Um, on the can, it says notes of candied orange peel, light tropicals. Um, I don't really get the orange peel, but I taste the light tropicals in that crispness for sure. Uh, I'm going to go 8 flat, 8.0 flat. It's a great beer. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm getting a lot of the candied orange peel. It it tastes like one of those um what what's that one hard candy called? Like a bar a barley candy? Do you guys know what those are? Butterscotch? Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> Butterscotch. So I I'm getting a lot of that. I, I love this not, not butterscotch hoppy much at all. Um I will give it a eight four. It's delish. Yeah, I also obviously like this beer. I just gave a speech. Um, I'm going to keep it quick, though. It's so crisp, which is dope. My favorite beer is Cold Snap by Sam Adams. Just I love that crisp, like, tropical, orangey-like taste. That's just, it's, it's right there for me. It reminds me of being up in the Catskills with Frank and some good friends drinking it right out of the snow. And this is exactly what that tastes like. So this is going to be like a nine flat for me. I just feel like for the drinkability matched with how strong of a beer it is and being an IPA, it is just phenomenal. Like you could chug these beers and they're IPAs. If you had to shotgun this beer, you could do it. Yeah, that was part of my reading about the smoothness of the beer. Um, I could absolutely destroy eight of these and not even think about it. I mean, 7% ABV. So I'll bring some to Christmas. Um the, the only thing is it's a little dry at the end. It's like it's like a huge amount of flavors in the beginning, and then it leaves you dry. It leaves you wanting more. That's really what is what I'll say. So for for that reason, I'll give it an eight point three because it like quenches your thirst and then it takes it away. And it's like you want you want to thirst more. Drink this beer. It's a full on thirst trap. Okay, I think that's. <laughs> I think this is the beer of the year, guys. That was so Possibly. good. I yeah. think, so tasty. I think this is the of last year was Hop year. Wizard, right? And it was just around this yeah. time too. The, yeah. the winter beers, dude. They're running the gambit in the seasonal division of beer. You got spring, summer, fall, and winter. The crazy thing, could you drink this beer in any season? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel yeah. like this I go to a great too. golf beer. Yeah, no doubt. Imagine this on a golf course. All right. Imagine when we were at Palmetto Dunes for Frank's wedding. I would chug oh, this. Oh, dude. It was like day. 100 degrees. All day. I, so I think that just says, let's go out, uh, let's go out Tuesday <clears throat> and bring like 50 of these. Okay. Ooh, that's a lot. I'll get a second like golf that. bag just for beer. A decoy bag. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Sports, 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 sports. Which is the most wonderful I want to touch on one super cool thing, the Otani contract and the Kobe video. (sighs) Did you guys see that? No. What is that? Apparently, Kobe, six years ago, made a video to pitch to Otani to come to L.A. for the Dodgers. And that was part of the negotiation for the contract. Like, the Dodgers used the Kobe video... That's sick. allegedly 
we're in the world of AI. So I'm going to just throw that in there, right? Right. But that's pretty awesome. I mean, that's like, that would be up there with like the Kobe Achilles tear, shooting the free throws when it comes to like you think of his legacy. If he had that big of an impact on the biggest contract in the history of baseball, like that's that's kind of nuts, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, even if it was all made up, I feel like that is something Kobe would have done. I would, I want to believe it, no doubt. Like, make the city of LA great. I mean, he loves the city of LA, so why not? Obviously, um, I'm, he's probably pretty close with Magic Johnson, who's an owner. So, you know what I mean? It's almost like I want Magic to succeed. This is my favorite team. I, you've seen Kobe at Dodgers games a plethora of time, and. I just I love the deal they constructed. I mean, think about how sick their lineup is, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. The way they came up with the deal and how it's structured, really cool. I feel like that's gonna become a thing with more teams now, right? Don't you it's think? a it's, it's a Tom cool. Brady it's deal smart. of MLB. You know what I mean? Otani obviously wants to win. Yeah, and I think a main reason he wants to stay on the West Coast is because of his mass following in Japan. Yeah. It's the time. Imagine if he's playing on the East Coast. The time differential is catastrophic for yeah. people living everyday lives. Versus, yeah, I could catch his first at bat in the morning, or you know what I mean. See him pitch a few innings. I saw uh, another thing too about his contract about that specific part. It's kind of a there's a little bit of an internet de- uh, debate. See what you think with the deferment of payment. A lot of people think it's to get talent win now mentality but then there's the other side of the internet devil's advocate realistically that's saying he's going right to japan the second his contract ends when he gets paid and avoiding so much money in taxes it's nauseating I look how at, much do you think that played uh, that's smart for that's smart for him i look at it this way if i'm the owner of the dodgers we win i would have to say in the next three years they get at least one with between Betts, Freeman, Walker, and Bueller, he's not pitching Kershaw's at the end of his career, season, right? He's no, only batting this, dude. But you can use him as year. a closer, right? Imagine if all of a sudden the the Dodgers in the playoffs and they're like Otani, you got two innings. Like if they popped him out as I like think a he'd be able, weapon. yeah, I think he'd be able to do it at that time. He's one of the best bats in the leagues. That that's beyond the point because he might be pitching the next two or three years, which will also elongate the career of Kershaw, who mm-hmm. you can get for. A very low price, great pitcher, and he might give you, you know, goat games that he's capable of. You can sign more pitching. But if I'm the owner of the Dodgers, what I do is I win rings, I bring in a shit ton of talent, and then as soon as that contract's about to come up, two to three years, I sell the team Sayonara. (laughs) And my ROI is fucking stupid. Yeah. And now it's someone else's problem to deal with because they think. You know, they can afford this guy. So, and then they dump all their payroll into him, and they suck for five to years. To that point, though, right? Like, it sounds like a villain, but I feel like if you destroy the finances of a team, but in the process get one, two, three rings in a decade, are you a hero or a villain? No, you're a hero. For that sure. team's going to be bad for a long time, though. The thing, See, that's the thing, though. With baseball, there's no salary cap, so the owners can spend whatever they want. So I feel like you can never really – like the Dodgers are always going to be the Dodgers. Like the team's finances will never be in ruin, but 
I don't know. I think as long as... It's a as, big payout. It's the biggest contract in MLB history. Yeah. And he's getting almost all money. of it they in They got one the year. money for it, though. Yeah. I mean, billionaires got the money for it. They got the dollars. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they got the cash. Bang, take little bang. Take I'm sure their accountants bang. ran up some fucking spreadsheet and was oh, like, yeah, oh, they, yeah, we got this. They, <laughs> they sat in a room and reviewed every possible scenario over three decades after this contract was signed, but probably a hundred times over. Yeah, and I, I think... Um, I think the only way, the only opt-out clause that there is is if, I forgot exactly who, but I think it was like the GM and whoever like their other big, uh, big time executive is in their operational side of the baseball things. If um, either of those guys leave, then Otani can opt out. That was the direction of the team piece of that contract, right? That you're referring to? There was like some... Weird. I never saw it before, but it was like if it didn't approve of like the direction of how things were going, there was a literal. Yeah. Out. So like those those two like their top. I don't know their names off. So it's like head, specific people, but their though. top executives on the baseball operations side of it. So like their front office. If those two guys leave, if they're not there, then he has the ability to um, opt out. Dude, can you imagine Otani is co-signing you? <laughs> like Damn. the franchise needs you because if you leave explicitly, Otani has an out yeah. now. That's insane. I mean, I, I think he went there and he signed. He, he, I mean, he was the one that suggested this type of contract. I think he just he wants to win. I think he's tired of losing. I, I think everything he's done so oh, far. Angels? I mean, no. I I know he just signed a. You know, a seven hundred million dollar contract, but like everything he's done so far hasn't been about the money. So, and he's not getting paid much of any of that for a long yeah, time. A so, well, yeah, pretty it's cool. crazy. Interesting to see what's going to happen. Um, it would be cool to see. Uh, I mean, who else they get? Um, but I hope the Yankees win more. So, <laughs> yeah, <Always. laughs> Juan Soto. We'll see. On the um, flip side. Can we? Uh, can you guys all just be sad with me for Keaton Mitchell? Yeah, that man, was crazy. Ravens, that's rough. Undrafted free brutal. agent, just like as an athlete who probably deals with people telling you you're not good enough, yada yada, all the time, and to be a huge impact and a potential piece to a Super Bowl winning team, and then your knee turns into a C sucks, the dude. wrong way. That hurt to watch, <sighs> dude. And it Devastating. Was, it was. It was like an awkward play. The awkward play injuries are just the worst because it's neither side like connected the dots. And then he's skips out off the tackle right on the line of scrimmage. And like dude, his whole leg just collapses. He's so electric too. It's, uh, but you shame. see it. I mean, you see it with these guys. Like you have the Chubb injury where they kind of get pinned and then hit the other way. But uh, these the fast guys, like, dude, they run out the field of their was knees. Fucked, dude. Yeah, I was it, watching it, the game. Field was fucked. The field is messed up, but that's not going to tear all yeah. four. Well, he broke that knee. first tackle, and then he got like slowed down, and can, that's where the knee went. You can see the Derrick Rose esque dynamic to the injury, though, where like he can outperform certain parts of his body athletically. Like that man moves so fast that his knee could not keep up in that situation. And it's like you hate to see that type of injury because you can't strengthen that. Like you can coat that, but that's the same reason Derrick Rose literally ran out of his knees every single year until he just fell to the floor. And it's like it's Bo Jackson running out of his hips. Like some of these guys, like they have these just 
it's just like luck of the draw. It's a roll of the dice, and their knee just gives, and it's just it's the most heartbreaking thing as a sports fan to watch because everything is right, and you just get like the bad pull when you have a twenty, and the dealer pulls a twenty-one. Four card twenty-one at that. <laughs> That's the that. kind of break that kid got, dude. I mean, I just I I feel for him. Not even as a fan, but it's just a human being. It sucks. It, I, like, dude, to be like undrafted and to be like one of the sickest like snoozers in a you know top seed in the AFC, and then that opportunity gets ripped away from you going His in the top playoffs. Top speed was disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. just uh, such a shame. It's gutting. The, gutting, the, dude. The injuries in the NFL this year have just been yeah unreal. It's like it's getting worse and worse every year. That's Probably because Joe of the Flacco. officials. Joe Flacco played football past weekend. Yeah. You want to talk about injuries, dude? Like, we're going to have a retirement league pretty soon. I can't believe Tom Brady doesn't have a helmet, realistically. With the amount yeah. of injuries, like, throw Brady the on the Texans. Like, throw Brady so many places. Put Brady on the Bengals. Put Brady on the Vikings, dude. Like, put him, if Jefferson can ever, like, locate his shoulder pads. I wouldn't want to play for the Vikings, dude. Their offensive line it's is so scary. cold up there. Tom, <laughs> so they have a dome. So cold. They got there. a dome. Yeah, yeah but, but it's still, cold outside yeah, the dome. You, you gotta get there. You don't go underground, Minnesota dude. Live in a hotel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you live in you a show force. Yeah, Bro, they're, you they're heating up the car. You think you think Tom Brady with his money is gonna accept being cold? Come on, bro. He's a dog, dude. He said it himself, man. On one of his posts with his like family vacationing, it was like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. It was him and his family in somewhere nice and probably the tropics or somewhere. And he was like, yeah, you know, I think I've earned this time in the sun or whatever. Or he said something about not missing. Well, he's been in Foxborough. Not missing New England decades. winners. Yeah. Yeah. Decades. Can't blame him. I would avoid it. I'd avoid it like the plague. I get cold walking to the bar. Guys, there's only three, three weeks. Three weeks left. I don't like to think about same. that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah Washington's just going faster and faster. Three weeks flying by. G men going to catch a dub this uh, Christmas or what? No, no, man. Come on, we need you guys. No, they, this is this is the perfect game for the Eagles. <laughs> you need. <laughs> they're they're gonna they're gonna get right so hard. All yeah, over it's the gonna be rough. And you see, uh, dude, did you see Tommy DeVito? He's freaking out now. The man. stuff that fired he's his po- agent. The stuff that he's selling. Bro. Fired his agent, dude. Dude, a good. He, I'll pull it up right now. Small sent it out earlier. Tommy DeVito is selling tickets for a meet and greet. Now, so you, you two are Giants fans, right? Would you, no context, would you consider buying tickets to a Tommy DeVito meet and greet? I mean, I personally won't, but I'm sure there's tons and tons much? of people that, that. If you were will. to put a price on it, what would that look like? $25. Max, no, I, I would not pay more than twenty five bucks for like a. Well, it depends what part of the package. All right, so here's the limited public signing: the Meet Tommy Cutlass Devito, December nineteenth, the Hobby Hive, Thirty Ridgedale Ave, East Hanover, New Jersey, zero seven nine three six. That's important because you have to two hundred and twenty five dollar VIP package from six to seven p.m. One hour. A hundred tickets available. That's it, because there's going to be mass demand for this event. One parent and one person under 18, explicitly it says, includes photo with Tommy DeVito, autographed photo, VIP swag bag, and 15% off at the Hobby Hive until the end of the year. (laughs) And if you want to bring another person, 
for a photo, it's another $25. Dude, his agent knows and they need to max out on this opportunity. Oh, you only want possible. a photo, you can show up for $75 and buy it. This is crazy. He's a backup, backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's outrageous, but I think you guys are underestimating NFL fandom. I, You're I'm, right, 100. percent Listen, I'm, I mean, I'm yeah, sure. I, I admit, of course, I would. I'm not do, going there. I would. I mean, if he, if he had something in like the Lehigh Valley, so like 20 minutes from me, I would pay. I don't know, 50 bucks to get like an autographed picture with him, just because it's something funny to have like 10 years from now. Right. But like, I'm not traveling. Like all a 225 VIP. He'll make almost 23 thousand dollars by selling a hundred tickets. To yeah, this that's event. crazy. And it's good. No. It's gonna sell out. But you're right. Like capitalize. And he lives yeah. like when, who? Who out of all of us can go make twenty three thousand dollars for going oh, somewhere? Okay, when None you're of us. when you're make, what's his contract like eight hundred thousand? I would imagine it's the rookie it's, minimum. It's so yep. so he's making just short of a million dollars, and he lives at home, dude. That's fine. Oh, he's saving on rent, what, dude. What the, is the housing market? You know, grand at that point, like. Looking at his fucking agent, he better have some mob ties going into like <laughs> trust funds and stuff like that, where he never has to work again, ever. ever. Dude, he's, just wait, he's just waiting for when he gets bounced from so, the league to build his real estate yeah, he's portfolio. He's throwing all this in a mutual fund right yeah, now. Dude. So why, <laughs> no, just, just a dealership in Jersey. Why man. is this the move? But then he just uh, had a freak out at the Giants social media team because they want him to do like a Tony Soprano video or something like that, and he's like, "No, for the Italian show, I just want to play it. He's like, "I just want to yeah. play football," but also. Like don't hold your hand up if that's the case. Yeah, just, I don't. Like, don't. I doubt it though because the, if you're if you're throwing a hand up, you're gonna do all that yeah. stuff. The last Italian restaurant I went to, that was a real Italian restaurant, had an autographed autographed Goodfellas movie poster in the that's bathroom. Awesome. If you go to an Italian restaurant and they do not have an autographed Goodfellas poster in the, the bathroom, Godfather, <laughs> well, that's okay too. It's not it's not authentic. If that guy doesn't have a tux, just a jacket. Nice big beer belly walking around the dining room talking to nobody. Don't eat there. Yeah, that's hilarious. Listen, I, I love that Tommy Cutlets gave me like a breath of life for watching the Giants because I was never going to watch another game for the whole season. He's but fun to watch. It's fun. It's, I'm not rooting against him, but it is nice, funny when you, know? you see stuff like that. And, and <laughs> it's a good it's a good story, so it's good to root for. But uh, when he plays the Eagles. Pretty much back to back. It's going to be a very rude yeah, awakening. That he might and the Rams are in between. It. Yeah, he he's going to get <laughs> booty blasted and be like, and that's it. That's it. That's his career. Yeah, but his hey, fifteen minutes fame more yeah. than us. Good yeah. for him. He's, Way more than us. He's going to look back at this. He's going to be set for life as long as he manages his money well. Um, and then us fans will look back at it as a fun yeah. experience. That we it's have. like when so you, you take don't that think, job as a stepping stone. But two hundred dollar yeah. tickets. Do you don't think now. the Giants could steal one? Hey, two twenty five. No, no. No, we're going to so. get housed. Jared wants the Giants to steal one because Frank, Nick, and I all have a bet that not the Cowboys won the division and Jared has the Cowboys win division. So Jared is the biggest Giants fan of all time when they're playing the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just, there's no way, man. There's it would be weird, no but way. also I've seen weirder this year. Unless our defense Jalen scores hurts. 30 points, we're not winning. As, as bad as the Drew Eagles Locke. have looked the last three weeks, they still have the inside track for the two seed in in the NFC. Like right now, they'd have to go to play the Buccaneers, mm. and that's a very winnable okay game for them. them. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it though? Hey. Yes. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, dude, they can't so. stop a dump but off. Like they can't stop a nose. You also I, mean, I don't remember. think they're going past that, but I think the yes, and right not now, in playoff first round. mode. Like they're they're playing football right now, but 
they're in a place where they can slack a little bit, still get in the playoffs. Like their guys are a little banged up. They're playing. They're they're not playing good. But they're right at the point where it's like, I'd rather my team sucks before the playoffs than during the playoffs. Like, get your suck out now. And I hate to admit it, but that's probably what's going to happen a little bit right now. I don't know. I know you yeah. want the Giants to win. Let's see. I know. <laughs> the reverse Eagles right now are definitely the Bills. They've reverse had some Eagles. weird <laughs> shit going on. They sucked early in the year. But, man, do they look like the second best team in the NFL right Their now. Their defense is immaculate. Oh. God, they're very good, dude. Imagine you fucking work your ass off all year, and you're the two seed, and you got a fucking Buffalo's coming to town. Like it's gonna be the Ravens. Just so you guys know, it's gonna be the Ravens. That's the thing, though, is like Buffalo is due. Like they've they've been in that position multiple times where they can make a run to the Super Bowl and it hasn't worked. But the difference with a lot of teams is that it's the same guys going there every time. Like they're all simultaneously getting the experience of. Not making it in the playoffs, the difference, what they could have done, spending an offseason. So I really genuinely think it's a good year for a run for the Bills. Well, well the last couple of times it was Kansas City always kind of taking them out. And Kansas City's and they're, rough. Kansas yeah, City still might get the one seed. They might, but gross. the talking point of Kansas City is Taylor Swift. So, like, that team has strayed a little bit. And mm. Kadarius Tony is a literal oh, liability, man. dude. Like yeah, that man, product. I swear to God, he plays for another team that he suits up for, dude. <laughs> that man is his contract is not with the jersey that he's wearing. There's no way. Yeah, he just, just so conveniently messes up everything. He's, he he he's directly the reason they lost like three games since he's been there, which is a lot. His impact is incredible. To directly be the reason your team loses games, like offensive offsides as a wide receiver is literally like being a corporate employee and not clicking send on the email that you just typed up and deleting it and then questioning why they didn't answer you. That's oh, your Terry McLaurin. Don't do that. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, the the playoff race is heating up, especially in the NFC. Um, I mean, dude, Vikings seven seven, Rams seven seven, Seahawks seven seven, Saints seven seven. Damn, sounds Atlanta, like a Green Bay six league. and eight. Dude, it's unreal how close everything is right now. It's literally our fantasy league. Um, e- dude, even the no AFC. Oh, I can't wait. But I say I can't wait for the playoffs, but. I really want these next three weeks of football to go by slow. Yeah, I want it all, dude. I'm gonna watch every around the holidays. So many good games. We gotta make it a point to watch as many games as we can, and maybe do it with pitchers of beer around us. We'll give it a go. Yeah, pints and pies every day for the next three weeks. Yeah, we need that. Okay, Eli, are you ready for the lunch beers Christmas fantasy football update? (laughs) The Christmas blowout. Yes, I'm ready. So we have the playoffs, and the playoffs are brutal on everybody. They're stressful. Um, Big season, very close season to the point that was just made. Uh, We had, what, six teams at the same record, Kyle one above, fighting for three spots. So you had two-thirds of the league fighting for half of the playoff seeds. So it was a very close year. Um, in the winner's bracket, we had, I'll go Kyle and Stefan first. Stefan opened up with the Chargers defense and Chargers kicker oh, on Thursday night. I think it was negative two points, yeah. right? <laughs> negative two points this man ended up with. Going against Kyle, who's been the, 
I think, and I think most would agree, the scariest team over the past couple weeks. He's been blowing up. He's got Dak, CD, ETC, ETC. But he also had B. John Robinson, which I felt the pain of him in another league. 0.4 points. Brutal. Stefan slid by starting Nick Mullins at quarterback. Stefan moves on in the playoffs. Without Tyreek Hill. Without Tyreek Hill. We then go to the biggest beat I've ever had in playoffs. 142.74 to 110.72. So shout out to Nick for being the top scoring team in the league for the first week of the playoffs. Yeah. I got absolutely butchered in this league. And it was brutal. Losing guys left and right. Uh, But Baker Mayfield, we just have to spotlight this because it's been a topic for the league all year. Nick took Baker Mayfield over Aaron Rodgers. Now, now that's okay. But at that time, dude, that's weird. Deshaun Watson was on the board, but Baker Mayfield was his number one scorer this week at 29.04. Huh? I took him before everyone. He, he went, I think, ninth quarterback overall. It's yeah. really nauseating stuff. But it works. It worked this week. So Nick is moving on. And lastly, the Pawtucket Pats are looking for another dude. Girth is a 69.26 points. Disgusting. Just a rocking chair. What a disgusting. Way to go, Look, bro. Girth, but disgusting. Yeah, that was just playoffs. a terrible showing. I mean, oh. that was like the scramble that we had, and he didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the same. Told you all in the group chat, Pawtucket Pats are going to make it to round two, dude. Told you. Yeah, we love it. Um, we're not going to talk about the loser bracket because first, word of that sentence loser so we don't focus on that stuff but i will touch on upcoming we do have sags against stefan which are the two top scorers of the year 135.2 to 134.5 projection and the other side of the playoffs is both in-house somebody better win this league nick and jared 127.1 by jared 119.3 by nick it's got it's uh, two close games it's going to be. I mean, that other side of the bracket looks a little more high scoring, but we'll see what you boys can show up with. I got a conundrum if I want to start Lamar against the Niners or ride with Matt Stafford and the Saints. I'm definitely not going to play Jared Stafford Goff on primetime. I try to avoid swapping to a primetime guy. He's super well. well Lamar's a primetime guy, prime too. Time. Yeah, but like a Thursday primetime is uh, different. Uh, yeah, like Stafford's Super by- Bowl champ. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you want to view them, dude. Go for it. Start hey, yeah, you want to start a winner, man. Hey, that man, sounds... yeah. Super Bowl champion Matthew Stafford, dude. Uh, Are you, you serious? You think I'm not going to ride with my fucking guy, Lamar? Crazy. <laughs> you just asked us. So I don't, I don't know dude, what you're trying to you do. You could have a very, very good Christmas I just or a very, confused, very bad Christmas. It's not going to remember it either way. <laughs> okay, guys. We're going to end with our locks of the week. Been a long, long year so far. I know it's not over yet, but I've come a long way. 10 and 11. I'm almost at 500. Bills came through an absolute whomping of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to ride with a home dog. Uh, a coach uh, as a home dog has been very profitable. The Tennessee Titans plus two and a half. Just take the points. Let's get to 500. All right, uh, we are seven and five. I missed last two weeks because I was traveling. Um, we have two bets this week. We are going to ride with the Green Bay Packers at minus five against the Panthers, 
and we will double down on that game for Jordan Love over one and a half passing touchdowns. Uh, the money is sitting right on the spread here, so I kind of like it. And uh, they also just lost by two points to the Giants, which is very upsetting. They have something to prove. Um, that's what we're going for. Uh, I lost last week again. <laughs> again, again, um, just for so many times. Five and eight. Uh, it was double pain. I had Derrick Henry in the matchup I just talked about getting destroyed in. I don't. I don't even. I think. I think I had more yards than Derrick Henry. He might have been like minus one on the day. Um, I had more at five one five Maine in Bethlehem, PA. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the Cowboys plus one and a half this week against the Dolphins. Tua, it's been a little hit or miss for me. He was the quarterback in the league. I missed the playoffs by one point. There's a little moment of silence for that. Thanks, man. Really appreciate. Uh, Tyreek's coming back from an ankle injury. Obviously, the dude runs super duper fast, and a car with low air in its tire going 100 miles an hour is not a recipe for success. So I'm just going to take the dice, roll it on the Cowboys after getting blown out by the Bills. I don't think they're the Eagles, and they're going to get blown out, you know, like week after week after week and then lose to Drew Locke. Um, so I'm going to ride with the Cowboys. I think Dak's going to have a good game. He's going to connect with CD. Jake Ferguson's really coming to form lately. That guy's solidifying himself as a top five. He's kind of the new Kittle, the way he plays. So I'm going to put my money on the Cowboys, which kind of sucks because I have a Jared, I have a bet with Jared against the Cowboys and that's not really ideal. Um, tough loser last week, man. Bet over 37 line close 36 and the, uh, Jets Dolphins game. The Jets just couldn't score one touchdown. Whatever. Uh, seven, 14 and two right now, and we need some help. Um, I'm going to take the Falcons. Is B. John Robinson playing? Um, Is he in the playbook? I don't care. I looked at the, I looked at the, uh, spread of the bets, and 26% of the money was on the Falcons, but, over 50% of the handle they had, vice versa on the bet splits with the Packers. So, oh, geez, the Packers. Um, the Colts, who need this game like blood, I think that's the biggest trap. And I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to tease the Titans up to eight and a half. Seahawks off a huge win, Titans off a very tough loss. I like a home dog in that situation. And then uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys to seven and a half. I think the game will be close. Um, I'll take the points. I need Tony Pollard to be huge. Couple of dump offs. We haven't had the Dak game yet that Frank talked about last week. Yeah, he only had what like 134 yards, but only one interception. Don't know if the Dolphins' defense will force turnovers. So if they can control the ball, I think the Cowboys can stay within a touchdown uh, field goal and a hook. So those are our two plays. All right, guys. Well, everyone have a. Very uh, merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And safe holiday with your families. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Jared, say it. Merry Christmas. Thank you.